Hello and welcome to Unofficial Art Therapy. This is Dr. Liz and joining me soon is Coombsy. This time we did a deep dive uh, into a bit of a classic of Coombsy's favourite film of all time, which is Grease, the musical. Uh, This might sound a little bit strange to think about when you think about art therapy, but the reason we've deep dived is because serendipitously it was on TV, as it is always, and the thing um, about it was it's something that, you know, so many people know really, really well and have so many different attachments to, but continues to resonate. So, Coombsy describes in particular how it made him feel seeing this again. I hope it gives you the feels or you've got something like that that gives you the feels that you come back to. You just can't walk away from if you see it's on television, you have to see it again. And from here, of course, we talk about lots of other different things that make us feel that way. Of course, this is not official advice. Please, if you need official medical advice, seek it out. Coombsy and I acknowledge as well that we are on unceded Aboriginal land, land that was never, ever given up or always was and always will be. Uh, Take good care of yourselves and we appreciate you. We're hopelessly devoted, in fact. My goodness. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I don't like Mondays, but um, (laughs) um, every day is the same. Uh, I, I think... Also being the catchy songs, yeah. Um, and it came out in '78, I think it was. Yeah. So I was only 15. So, and I was in the musicals and all that. So the songs initially hooked me in, and Olivia hooked me in, and then as I grew older, I, it grew older with me, and things meant different things and, and changed and. You know, different parts you like more, and uh, watched it so many times. I just, you know, Olivia was one of my favourites, and I was fortunate to meet her a few years ago. Yeah. One one Friday night at the MCG before the AFL Grand Final, so, um, I thought I was just going to watch Soundcheck, and uh, I was behind the fence, and Soundcheck was way over the other side of the ground, and then. I got told I could come out and say hello to Jonathan Brown, AFL legend. Yeah. So I thought, oh, that'd be yeah, nice. And they said, come out in the ground and talk to Brownie. I was like, oh, that, oh that'd be even better. <laughs> so I was just chatting to him and then I just got a little tap on the shoulder and I turned and went, see you, Brownie. That was the first words I said. And he laughed. He said, I'd be getting rid of me too. <laughs> and, then, and then he introduced me, oh, excuse me, I'm Jonathan Brown. And oh, hello, Jonathan, nice to meet you. I said, buzz off. This is my time. <laughs> And then we literally had oh, probably 10 minutes to our own just chatting away and she was just as beautiful as I thought as a person and everything was right and, and I'll never forget getting a hug and she was like, I love you, I honestly love you. And I was like, oh. That's so beautiful. It was just the pinnacle. I was just so shocked. It was one of the biggest shocks I've had, I reckon, because she was one of my favourite people on the planet and um, through so for since 1978 so it had been a long time of enjoying it and to me it was just uh, and I often look back at the photos and they're a couple of absolute rippers so, so and, and I don't I mean <clears throat> when Olivia died it was just a horrible shock mm. You know, even though you know it's coming, it's still a shock. Yeah. 
And it was very sad. It was very sad because I remember my daughter heard about it before I got up that morning and she said to Janine, Dad's going to be very upset over this one. Yeah. And I was. So I had a little tear, of course, and it was all right. And then I think the night after maybe Channel 9 put grease on. Yeah. I thought, well, I'm watching this. <laughs> and um, I got through it fine. Yeah. Watched it probably twice more since then, mm. no problem. And then on the weekend when it was on, mm. the first scene at the beach where they're rolling around in the water there, mm. I just start crying. Oh. And that's when I messaged her straight away and said, even before, I think, can we can we talk about this? That's right, yeah. Um, because obviously I. I don't know what reason and why then it hit, mm. but it did. And then I pulled myself together. I thought it was all right. And another part came up and I started crying again. And, and I'm thinking, <clears throat> boy, oh, boy. And then I remembered the photos and mm. I looked at the photos again and that got me. And I've always looked at the photos and smiled and felt really happy. Mm. But I felt really sad on the weekend, on Sunday night, I think it was. Yeah. When I looked at this time, I thought, jeez. It was just this time it got me, and you know, watching the you know, parts that I still laugh at, obviously, every time, mm. even knowing what's coming. Yeah. Um, I don't know why. I don't know why this time it got me. Yeah. But when it actually finished, I felt a bit lighter. Right. So I don't know whether it was just the accumulation of the past week where I've been really sick mm. and whether I just let that all out, but I I didn't need to because I certainly let it all out a few times through the week. I didn't hold back crying and getting upset. And so I didn't think I needed to load off, but it very much became like that. Yeah. It's so interesting, isn't it? Because I remember, yeah, when when you texted and said, oh, your favourite movie of all time was on, because I'd been flicking through the channels and I saw that Grease was on and I thought, oh, I could watch Grease. And it's one of those things that we recorded from, so I didn't see it the first time around um, but and the movies, but I remember when it was re-released with the Mega Mix and everything, yep. I would have been, and I've got the cast single of the Mega Mix here somewhere in my office <laughs> I have to find. Um, oh, gosh. It's so good. But I remember seeing it at the movies then when it was re-released. It must have been mid-90s. And yep. so, and then when it was on TV, we recorded it from the TV and then tried to cut the ads <laughs> out. So I still know when it's on TV when all the ads are going to be on. <laughs> like, oh, that's the version I know is the TV ad that's version. The point. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so funny, isn't it? Because when you said my favourite movie, first of all, I texted and went, What is that? And I went, oh, Of course I know. It's Grease. Oh, hang on, of course I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's Grease. And it's so funny, isn't it? Because it reminds you of, like, it reminds me of being a kid watching with my sisters. It also reminds me of my parents telling me about it and them kind of being a bit, you know, it was kind of us getting into their world because my dad had the record, of course, the double record, yeah. telling me yeah. all about, you know, the Bee Gees and John Travolta and what they did. And then, of course, we pull out Saturday Night Fever and look at all of that. <laughs> so it's all that kind of connection, isn't it? But then, too, because I was a teenager, even though you were a teenager before me watching it, yeah. when I'm a teenager watching it then, and obviously it wasn't, a li well, not obviously, but for me it wasn't necessarily Olivia, Olivia it was John, what a beautiful yeah. creature he was. 
then yeah. you know I still watch it and think, oh my goodness, how can somebody be so handsome? It's ridiculous. You know? <laughs> it's That's how I look at Olivia. How can someone be so beautiful? I know, I know, it's crazy <laughs> in every it? way. Yeah. Like, Personified beauty, I thought. Yeah, but there was also something a bit. But then there's all those other characters in it too, isn't there? You know, like oh, brilliantly cast. Yeah. So, and you know, Rizzo always for me was somebody who was that sort of dangerous, but also yep. you saw that other side to her, and you know, and yep. then you had Frenchie, who was just the kind of <laughs> you know holding steady type person, you know. <laughs> Yeah. Just you know, and and the music and everything, of course, and the dancing was so important. And then oh, that's yeah. And then finding out later, of course, that it was written. Sandy was basically rewritten around Olivia, and those extra songs that were written were written with her songwriting buddy to make the most of her and her voice. It's just and the Bee Gees, of course, mm. like it's so incredible that something that's so internationally beloved has got those yeah. Australian contexts because of Olivia and what she gave. It's really. It's yeah. so remarkable, isn't it? Yeah, I didn't know. I only, I, I think I only know about two bits of trivia to the movie. Mm. Um, the one was that Travolta, uh, Kaniki was supposed to sing "Grease Lightning." Yeah, and a Travol, and then Travolta went, "This is going to be a big hit. This song, <laughs> I want it. <laughs> I'll have it." Yeah, and they went, "Yep, all right." And the only other thing I can remember is the number plate of "Grease Lightning." What is that? Um, AXJ732. And what? what, what it... I don't know why. I just. <laughs> and I, for the life of me, I used to remember the name of the train on the song Good and um, My Baby. Oh, what's a stupid thing? Morning Train. Oh. Katrina yeah. Easton. Oh. Uh, and now I forgot the stinking thing. But I used to be able to remember it. Like, <laughs> yeah. And it's weird we did with music with. Certain songs, a bit of trivia, you know, the live recording of um, Rolling Stones was Satisfaction, mm. where all the balloons start, you know, dropping around. Mm. If you watch, you see someone come running on from stage right, mm. and they sort of do a ewing come back. Well, Keith Richards grabs a hold of the axe, like his guitar, like, and he swung, yeah. and the guy dropped underneath. And then security got him, and, and Keith straight back in, dong, 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 dong. And I love it because, again, how's this? They nearly lopped the bloke's head off. But he did not miss a beat in that song, and Jagger kept singing like nothing went on. I love it. Well, I've got some trivia. You've got to watch that. Oh, I will watch that one. Well, you know, in Greece, there's a bit at the dance where what's her name? What's the lovely girl? Is it Marnie, the one that's got the, the top that doesn't have any sleeves to it? And she's, Oh, Marty. Yeah, Marty, and she's talking to Vince Fontaine or whatever his name is. Correct, by the camera. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you know that she's she loses a, she, she loses one of the girls. If you watch real closely, they've had to cut that together because she's dancing and one of her boobs pops out. you got to watch it real close. Oh, oh well, for, because it's a, like obviously for podcasts, yeah. um, you know, verification on it. I, I think there's your I homework. Have to verify that, I have there, to verify it. There's your homework. Probably. But if you look real close, you look real close, you'll see that they've cut, they've edited it together because she's lost a bit. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. I always laugh at old songs where they think about something's gone wrong and they think, oh, stick it, just leave it in. We're not going to do a second take. Absolutely. <laughs> there's one in, remember that song, It's Rain and Men by yeah. the Weather Girl? Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. Well, when she's singing, when she's um, Mother Nature, she's throwing out the stars. Yeah. 
and she chucked one straight at this bloke and just hit him in the chest and dropped to the floor, you know. <laughs> and then as, as he's about to run off, he scoops it up and goes. Like, yeah. I mean, now I'd have your cat stop. No, 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 no. Let's do it again for your cat. <laughs> you know, I always laugh at those things. <laughs> the other, yeah, no. Well, the only other trivia thing I can remember, this is a terrible bit of trivia, to be honest. It would, yeah, it's horrible, but I just remember it. I don't know. Mm. I suppose because it's horrible, I remember it thinking, there's no way that it passed now. Mm. And I still don't know how it hasn't been cut out mm. of a video clip. Um, remember Dave Dobbin? Yeah. The only song he had? Slice of Heaven. <laughs> Slice of Heaven. Yeah. When it cuts to the old girls in the hairdressing theatre, mm. or theatre, it's not the theatre, is it? It's a hairdressing salon. salon. Yeah. They're reading a paper. Mm. And the headline on the paper is Shark Rapes None. Oh, my goodness. And I'm like, surely now, yeah. I mean, MTV edit out so much in songs like in Madonna where she's having a cigarette in one, they blur out the cigarette. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they go to, in um, the Beastie Boys song um, Party. Yeah, Fight for Your Right. Yeah, they they edit out bits there where they, you know, uh, don't like Mondays. Yeah. And yep. he, uh, even that, um, oh, uh, crazy song. He sings a high pitched thing. He's saying she doesn't like him, but she wants to take him to the rock concert. Come on, you'll get it, Liz. Oh, I don't know. I don't oh, know. Oh, it's killing me. You will. Teenage dirtbag. Oh, yeah, radio. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I you got know, tickets he brings to up, Iron Maiden, That's baby. the one. Yeah, yeah. Well, when he sings um, her boyfriend's it, yeah. he takes it to school. It's like three words. They bleep out, he takes a gun to school. Oh. Yet they leave a headline in a paper, which, I mean, I actually think it's really horrid and offensive. Oh. Shark rapes none. <laughs> And I don't, yeah, I don't know how census board hasn't picked it up now and gone. You can't have that no. in that cartoony type no. of song anyway. No. It's like horrid. So I don't know why I remember that bit out of that Grease Lightning Love Place AJ AXJ seven three two. I don't know why or how, and it's only at the end of it where it's. Oh my God, I don't know why the brain thinks all these things. But, oh, and that made me laugh every time I see it. I smile because I go, I know the number. It's AXA 732. <laughs> well, listeners, anyway. you've, you've got that for your next trivia, right? That's, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. that. That's it'll, it'll never come up with a trivia thing. Well, Does maybe... anyone know the number plate? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll jump. While I'll be talking, the only one, I reckon. While we're talking then, tell me about the final scene. There's lots of theories about what happens at the end when they fly. Sure. Into, tell me what well, you reckon that means. Okay. I never considered it. I it never – I just ended moving. Yeah. And I never thought what does it mean in my life until I saw a headline about this yeah. a while back and read people's theories and going, huh? Yeah. Some people saying, oh, they died in a car crash. Yep, and, yep. But the, so they're at the carnival. It's just their spirit there, and yeah, the and whole thing was still a dream. hearing their friends. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, was that another one? Dream? Well, that they that well, some people say that at the very beginning, when they're in the water and they're doing, you know, from her to here to eternity stuff, they die then. Yeah. And so the whole thing is a dream. Well, pickle my grandmother. I've never heard that. Okay, 
right. So what do you? What I've do you watched this my whole <laughs> life. I've never. I've never. What do I reckon it is? Yeah. It, well, it could be that no, it's a happy movie, so they're not going to kill them. Nah. I mean, they're high school kids. Yeah. They're not going to say, "Oh, there was a car crash; they died." The friends are saying, "They're always going to be with us." They're never going to leave us. Bop, 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 bop. Um, I, I don't know. <laughs> I think it's just the end of the. They, they thought, how can we end this? Some dude's gone, hey, why don't we just get the car to fly and then wave it back to everyone? Yeah. That'll do. <laughs> you know, we're, 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 the movie's just about done. We can't think of a way to end it. That'll get talked about for years. Yeah. You know, rather than just walking off arm in arm. That's it. At the carnival yeah. or running to the next thing at the carnival. Yeah. Um, what's your thoughts? Because oh, I think I'd you're be pro- very interested in it. Nah, I think you're right. I think it's just none of it makes sense, right? It's not a documentary. It's a musical. <laughs> no, the whole movie doesn't. That's it. This is the I lo- which is that's what I love about it. So the, I mean, mid twenties and they're supposed to be eighteen. I know. I know. Well, wasn't there, she was closer to Olivia was closer to thirty at that point? I think. Yeah, I know. Um, She's ageless, though. Of course, of course. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, this is the thing I love. It's so, and the best bit about musicals is they don't make sense. Why are they no, singing and dancing? Well, the same reason that, you know, but then yeah. nobody asks that of other movies. Like when people are watching Jaws and you hear, dunna, yeah. dunna, nobody yeah. turns yeah. around and says, yeah. where are the string yeah. section playing that? You know what I mean? Like, we yeah. get it. This is yeah. not real. So <laughs> I think, I mean, I think it's a bit weird. But yep. I like it. It is. It's a bit weird. It's but definitely a bit weird. I've never thought why. I yeah. just thought because it's the end of the movie and they just thought that'll do. That's it. That'll do. That'll do. Because what else could do. they have done? <laughs> yeah. Well, well that's what a good question. I mean, you're right. If they go back on the carnival or, I mean, I guess the other thing would have been, you know, and we all lived happily ever after here. There's 17 kids and 45 grandkids yeah. and whatever and whatever. I guess they could have done that. But, um, yeah, no, yeah. I think so. Did you ever watch Grease 2? Did you go on yeah. after that? Okay. What are you yes, feeling on, on Grease 2? Oh, not, not as not even close. Nah, yeah. I agree. I agree. I think I've watched it once, maybe. Yeah, once I found out John Travolta wasn't coming back, I thought, oh, I think I'm done here. <laughs> yeah, done here. Yeah. Why mess with brilliant stuff? Leave it alone. Yeah, well, and I mean. But I understand the lure of everything. Of course, you know? of course. And people can get into it. Did you, what do you feel then about remakes and tributes and all of that stuff? Um, I, I haven't sort of. A golden rule you don't cover coin. Mm hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Just because you can't, except hats off, George Michael's version of Somebody Love It yes. with Elton or whatever, not with Elton, was, with... Um, well, he did it with Queen. Yeah, he did it with Queen. Yeah, hats off. Yeah. Hats off to him for that. And to Adam Lambert, who is yep. unflipping believable. Yep. You know, uh, unbelievable. Have you heard Dolly's pa- Dolly, Dolly Parton's new version of We Are The Champions on her new album? Uh, no. It's pretty amazing. So Dolly's oh, just released oh, an album called Rockstar. It's yes. it's incredible. And and actually I will give I challenge you. I think it's not a better better it's not a better Freddy than Freddy because that's not possible. Yeah. But it just it's, can't be done. It's as good. I'll okay. tell you that. If I I'll have a listen and I'll because yeah, so there's a, one of my rules is no no Freddy. No yep. you can't do it. Yeah. But those other people deserve enormous credit for getting, you know, relatively close to sure. a great man. And my is like, don't, don't cover, don't do Olivia song because sure. you can't 
to Olivia songs. But remakes and things like that, I'm okay with. Um, it just depends how they're treated, I suppose. And like, I'm, Grease the Musical is opening in Melbourne in a few weeks. Yeah. And I've never seen it as a musical. Okay. So you're going to... Because I always show it away of anything like, no, I won't. It won't be as good. Yeah. Can't be as good. Not going to. Not going to listen to it. Not going to see it. Um, but I will be going to see this because I'm now fascinated to think: what are they going to leave in? What are they going to take out? Is yes. it direct from the movie or is it an adaptation? Yeah. Which I haven't read that yet, and I'm not going to. I'm just going to go in blind and just sit down and see what they do. Well, it started on Broadway though. Is my understanding it started on Broadway before it went to the yeah. movies, and so maybe they'll yeah, just well, go yeah, back to right. that. Yeah, that's right. It version. was a musical. Yeah, correct. It was yeah. a musical first. It's interesting though. You say you don't want to hear people do Olivia. Can we talk yeah. about I honestly love you? Then didn't I think Peter Allen yeah. wrote that song? Well, yeah, he did. You're right. Now, are you all right with Peter Allen's version of that? Yes, I am. Me too. Because Peter, yeah, beautiful. Peter Allen's magnificent. Isn't he? Isn't he? Tenerfield Saddler is one of the most. My my dad loved that song. My mate Jono, he loves it. His dad loved it. I love. It. It had a real good connection to the four of us then, yeah. which is good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Tenerfield Saddler is just flipping brilliant. I was. We went. Me and Jono actually went to see um, the boy from Oz when Rowan Brown was the lead. Oh yeah. Smashed it. Oh. Just he, he was. In, I mean. Props. Oh, I love Rowan Brown as a performer. He's mm. magnificent. I don't like him because he's married to Christy, that's all. But, I mean, <laughs> I'm just a tad jealous. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Actually, I'll tell you a quick story. <laughs> we went to something at the Arts Centre to see Olivia, uh, to see, Olivia mm-hmm. to see Christy in it. Because mm. Christy, Olivia, Christy played Now, now give, us Christi, give us Christy for context for people that Will know. and Brown, Christy Will and Brown, the, yep. our, our queen, our... Musical theatre legend, mm. you know, and I only came across Christy Will and Brown because Xanadu was made into the musical uh-huh. back in 2010. Right. I thought, oh, I want to go and see this. This would be interesting. Yeah. And it was fantastic. And the lead was this Christy Whelan. Right. And she was incredible. So she looked so much like Olivia. Mm. And she, you know, and she was skating around. It was weird because you could buy seats. On stage, so like like the Athenaeum. Oh man! <laughs> yeah, so there was only like there's probably the age you sitting in like pews to make it look like whatever. And when I first saw them, they were like thirty bucks. And I was like, you're on stage, going to go on because you're seeing the back of the performers a fair bit, right? Right. But they're on roller skates, so they always had to come past you or whatever. Yeah. Because we had one of the open ones at the front, like the front pew. When Olivia swung around, uh, Olivia, geez, when Christy, Christy <laughs> swung around, you know, I said to my mate, I was with her, she looked straight at me. He goes, you're cross-eyed. She was looking straight at me. <laughs> I said, she was singing, I love you, honestly, love you to me, mate. We go, you're cross-eyed, singing to me. <laughs> and it was a really interactive show and, mm. and I, I loved it. So that's where I picked up the, you know, gee, I like this Christy Will and Brown. Um, and then, you know, um, not long after, or about a year or so, two years after it, the one I took sick, and then that was one of my bucket lists, which was just to get an autographed photo mm. of Christy Will and Brown. Yeah. But, oh, mate, Pete, 
done better than that. We, she was in a um, something ha- funny yet happened on the way to the forum mm. with Jeffrey Rush and yeah, yeah, yeah. So she actually got in touch with Pete and said, "I'll give you tickets to the show, and then I'll come and say hello to him after." Magda Zabanski and all that. Mm-hmm. So that's how I finally met Christy, and I said to her, "I promised her that I'd try to get to see every show she's in." And um, she'd done a show at the Art Centre, and Rowan had come along, mm-hmm. obviously, to pick her up after the show. And I'd known Rowan through a couple of shows he'd been in and introduced and whatnot. And so we were standing up there talking, hello, hey, how you going? Mm-hmm. Good chat and everything. And he said, and must, it must have been summer, it mm-hmm. was, because I'm a short, short sleeve shirt. And he goes, have you got any new ink? Because he knew I had Christy's autograph yeah. on me. And Christy goes, look, show him, show him, show him. And I'm showing him, he goes, that is epic. That is absolutely amazing <laughs> i said thank you and he goes however and i thought oh have you got a tattoo and she looked at him and she said no he hasn't yet mm-hmm. uh, and he went no 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 he said and he leaned in and went oh, i mean to take her home though <laughs> <laughs> and i went but every night you said i can roll over and say good night christy i love you because she said on my thing lots of love always christy and he goes well done, yep, yeah, one up, he said, but I repeat, <laughs> I get to go home with her and I whispered in his ear and I said, you win, <laughs> you're right, mongrel, you win, <laughs> and he is just an outstanding performer, dancer and mm. all around, and his, Peter Allen was simply awesome, and John and I were just transformed, transfixed by him, and obviously afterwards went out and said, you know, apparently Christy said to me once that he was down on himself a bit because he didn't think he's such a great dancer. Like he didn't think he was. And I said to him, "What?" I said, "It's three people: Jesse Rasmussen from um, um, oh, blind me, Tap Dogs, mm. um, not Tap Dogs. Oh, anyway, dancer Jesse Rasmussen, mm. the great Fernando Mira, and Rowan Brown." done a dance number at a Twisted Broadway event or on Broadway Underground or something like that. Mm. And it was the most amazing thing that I'd seen in regards to dance and I fell in love with dance. And I often said, if it wasn't for you, mate, Rowan, you and Jesse and Fernando and I, I, the, the love for dance and I would not have it I think it's just a masterful art form that, you know, I just was so inspired by the way they can dance and like I'm yeah. wish I could move like that and uh, yeah his version of Peter uh, Peter, uh, Peter was just Allen. Yeah. Peter Allen was incredible well this is the thing though too incredible. when you talk about Peter Allen Peter was not I mean he wasn't a classically trained dancer he just what he what he had he ha- it was all about enthusiasm with him wasn't it it was just, yeah it looked like it but he was great oh absolutely so oh somebody yeah, else so I wish I'd seen I missed yeah. um, I didn't quite Peter Peter died in the early uh, early nineties, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I didn't see him live at all. No. no, but I grew up listening to a lot of Peter, and Peter's very special, too. I just think what an amazing, amazing Good voice approach here. Yeah, but the fact that the two of them work together, and I love when you listen to the mm. difference between him singing "I Honestly Love You" and her singing "I Honestly Love You," and yep. what it meant and everything. I love it. Yeah, we, we yeah. No, it takes me back when I hear the song because I think they're the words she whispered in my ear. Yes. It's so nice. You know, yeah, it's, just, it's beautiful. It's such a beautiful thing. Now, now tell me too. I sent you a cover 
from Greece. Do you remember what I sent you on on Saturday on Sunday night or whenever it was? Did you get a chance to have a look at it? Um, it'll no. be no it'll be no surprise with me. Who do you reckon I'm likely to send you a video on? Oh yes, you did. I I haven't looked at it yet, <laughs> Harry. Yeah. So when Harry Harry, Harry Styles and his and his band, I wanted to do it where I could hear it. Yeah. Up loud. Well, it was um yeah. it was Halloween, but Joe always called Harry Ween. 2022 oh, and the whole band shit. dressed up yeah the whole band dressed up <laughs> so and they've done it before where they did there was one where they all dressed up like wizard of oz characters and one where they all dressed up oh. like as you know clowns and stuff and this this yep. year they all dressed up as greece and it was just after olivia had wow. died yeah oh that's a nice tribute I'll, I'll, i'll have a look at that uh, when we're finished, I'll yeah. do that, I promise. Yeah, and if you listen, I swear, I'll be interested to see what you reckon, because if you listen to it, it sounds like, I know they were playing video of her, you can see, but it sounds mm. like he starts off with a bit of her vocal as well. Now, I don't know if it was just so he could pitch it right or what it was, mm. but it was hopelessly devoted, he did. Mm. And he's all, and it's funny because he's all done up like Danny, but he's singing wow. Sandy's song. I thought it was great. Oh, that's really yeah. yeah. See, those things are all, yeah, point of difference, which is really nice. But yeah, yeah. So I'm certainly looking forward to the musical to see how they do it, what they do. Absolutely, uh, it's a very young cast of mm. up and coming Australia. I only know one person in it. Well, don't even know it, but I message him every now and again because he was in Hamilton. Keanu, Keanu Gonzalez is a brilliant dancer. Mm. Um, but obviously, can see him being in Hamilton as well. But mm. his dancing caught me by caught my eye because he was just so passionate and so whatever i just looked him up and instantly sent him a message saying mate the passion that was incredible and the way you dance with your face as well and he was like he replied and he's like oh man that's really nice and thank you and then i looked at the cast of greece and went oh my gosh <laughs> i'm watching greece you're in it <laughs> um that's going to be cool and he said oh, i'm really looking forward to it I said so am i so he played <laughs> he's playing he's playing Kaniki. Ah, and they got a cavalcade of, um, I think, um, Jayla Geyer is playing. Oh, jeez, Frankie Valley. Okay. Um, I think uh, Paulini and um, Marsha Hines are sharing time or different shows as Teen Angel. Oh, lovely. Um, so they they put a couple of the older performed. Uh, Patty Newton, I think, is might be doing. Who's she doing? She'd have to be the principal or somebody, wouldn't Mrs. she? Mrs. Simcock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just thinking, Mrs. What's her, I think she must be. Yeah. So yeah, so it's they've, they've got really clever where they put in, you know, some really good solid old performers and the the youth come through taking the key role. And Juliet done that brilliantly. So it's yeah. a great model, I think, that like these up and we have got such a cavalcade of wealth. Of talent yeah. in live musical theatre in this country that is unmatched, I reckon. Wow, wow. Because the amount of shows we have on at the moment, mm. you know, Wicked, Tina, Elvis, mm. um, Grease is coming. Groundhog Day is coming uh, down there too, isn't Groundhog it? Groundhog Day is coming down here, which yeah. casting comes next week, which will be really interesting to see. Mm. Do they bring the guy from the US over for lead or do we use one of our own? Hopefully we use one of our own. Yeah. Because we've got enough. And I know who I'd love to see in the role. Who's that? I'm going to Toby Francis. I'm going to come out. I tagged him in something and he went, dream role. <laughs> I'm going to please go for it, Toby, and get it. Yeah. Because I'll be living at flipping ground on day if we get it. Because <laughs> it's got great reviews over there. And 
So we've got and Sydney has got three or four unbelievable shows on at the same time, including Hamilton coming back, yeah. um, which is a must see. And it's like you know these shows are using twenty to thirty performers, and um, and they're all well, just extraordinary at the moment. And then Anne Juliet's coming to Sydney too. Oh, great! Um, and we can fill them up with just the most brilliant talent. It's just. Yeah. Just wonderful, it really is. Yeah, that's great. Have you ever thought this is? And I'm keeping an eye on time for you, love. But have you? You know yeah. how you were a football scout. Would you have ever been like a yeah. theatre scout? <laughs> Jeez, I'd love that. You'd be amazing. I'd love to hear your yeah. picks. Oh, I would love that. All right, well, by, by the power invested in us, anybody listening to this podcast, you've got connections. Yeah. Coombsy's got time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've got time. Send me to a show and I'll write it. Wonderful review for you if it's a good show. That's it. That's it. Oh, but you'd be best and fairest too. Like I'm sure you'd have notes right. if there was Absolutely. stuff that needed doing. Yes. Well, I'm looking forward to Kinky Boots in uh, April. Not uh, April. Jeez, December ninth. Oh, okay. So it opens, I think, this weekend. Kinky Boots. Right. Um, a, a, a small production version of it, uh, Chapel off Chapel. That's which is one of my favourite theatres. Yeah. And uh, the lead role in of Charlie Price, the incredible Charlie Price that was played by Toby Francis. Yes. Uh, Christian Chirasu Chiriasu is taking that role. He was Robbie Hart in the wedding singer here. Oh right. He was incredible as Robbie Hart. Yeah, right. So it's a tough gig yep. this role because Toby was just awesome in it and mm. how our friendship started. So and Kinky Boots is my favourite musical, and um, I'm really excited. To, Carl Valella is playing the uh, Lola. Mm. So um, Carl was on The Voice or something a couple of years ago, or okay. I think he also may have been um, Eurovision. Okay. For Australia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they've just released a couple of. Um, Little teaser clips in mm. the in the studio and singing the song. They mm. are um, fantastic. Mm. And I I was watching one every afternoon. Lola, at some point, I'll call her in and she'll come and sit up next to me. Mm. And we look on Instagram. We've got a few monkey pages <laughs> to watch cute monkeys or silly monkeys. And yeah. every day we do it. We yeah. say, "Yep, new video. Come on, yeah, 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 just sit yeah. up and can I watch this?" So we go, "We're watching one," and then we end up watching fifteen <laughs> monkey videos. But when I was clicking for it, Kinky Boots one came up. So I let it play because they were singing Land of Lola. Ah, uh, yes. And I thought, I wonder how she's going to react. She said, it's yeah. not the monkeys. I said, listen. And he said, he's singing good. And I went, yeah, yeah. And then they broke it, Lola. And her head turned to me. Yeah. And when he's singing the Land of Lola, she's going, Lola. He said Lola. <laughs> I, go, I know he said Lola. So um, she, I'll play the, she, again. Okay, play it again. And she loved it. Oh. So they were so good. I messaged Carl to go, my almost four-year-old granddaughter loves you, yeah. which she said, he is very good. And he said my name. I said, Lola. And he's like, he actually wrote back. And he's like, oh, man, that is, that's fantastic. Yeah. I said, yeah, she loves Lola. So, um, <laughs> Lola's important because, you know, in Kingy Boots, um, that's how I became friends with Callum Francis, who yeah. played that role. Yeah. And now transferred to my granddaughter. So there's a... There's a connection again with it. So I'm really, I'm going with my daughter because she 
uh, loves Christian Terrasio. Let's just leave. She yeah. does. She saw him in, um, in um, Wedding Singer. Yeah. And she thought he was gorgeous. I mean, great. Both of those things can yeah. be true. Both of those things yeah. can be true. Yeah. So she was very happy to say, I'll take you, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> Went blind. Selfless. Quick Selfless. <laughs> yeah, well, she did see Kinky Boots the original time around with us as a family we went. Yeah. I said, I really think you'll like, even though they're not in the musical, mm. I said, I think you'll love it. The message is great. The music is great. Mm. The fact that your mum's been back twice so. must mean that it's okay. Yeah. But she loved it. And I said, well, I think mum loved Toby and Joe and that's all. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Rebecca did like it. And I think that's where first the name Lola entered their, their mindset. I love just, it. You know, Sat love in the background there, so it. it was good. So I'm looking forward to that, and I I really can't wait to see Grace to see, you know, how it's done, and yeah. and and we're seeing. I think we're seeing it in the first couple of weeks. Amazing. So then, if it's that great, um, I'd like to see things early in the run. Yeah, I don't like leaving it to the end and going. Oh no, I wish I, because I'd like to go back. So. Um, I, love I it. hope it's good enough to go back. I really do. Oh, I'm sure it'll be. Well, that's the thing too. The standards are so high, aren't they? That pe- people aren't going to do something if it's not ready. No, not at all. So I, I, I think it'll be good. And the whole watching of that movie the other night, mm. honestly, felt at the end of it, I, I, I felt like it was therapeutic for me. That. Yeah. It got a few things off my chest mm. that I didn't think I needed off my chest. Yeah. They, they weren't in the forefront of my mind, but they became that way in this movie. And then I was struggling with the, the happy, sad through the whole thing. And then, you know, um, I'm glad I met her, but it's so sad she died. And mm. she had, I oh, know Greg Soul's going to kill me if he listens to this. Mm-hmm. Because oh, I can't, because he's told me to stop doing this. I still do it where I just thought, you know, she got so much more yeah. still at her age to give this world than I do. So why have I been spared and she hasn't? And if I could, let's say, wherever the, the book is that holds when your time's up, if it said I've got another 12 months, you know, whatever, I would have said, give that to her. I'm happy to go because she can make more of an imprint on the planet than me. Sorry, Greg. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> just in case. Sorry. G'day, Greg. If um, you're listening, I mean, but that's it's it's interesting though, isn't it? Because I think that yeah, that feeling it still made me feel that way. Yeah. And I thought then I did think of Greg and I heard what he said, mm. and I thought, no, don't do that. Mm. Uh, and then you know, I'm sitting with my granddaughter on the lap, and and then I'm actually laying down on my bed while we're doing it. So this morning she spent half an hour next to me laying in bed, just just laying in bed. We were just talking, mm. and Rebecca had to, uh, Janine had to message Rebecca saying, "It's okay, we are getting there <laughs> to childcare." <laughs> we have, but she just been laying in bed with Papa for half an hour, and they've just been talking and having a cuddle. Oh. And um, and I thought, okay, yeah, well, this time's important for Lola, and, yeah. and obviously for me. And, yeah, um, it was nice, and I, yeah. you know. Beautiful. Can we do a podcast with Lola? <laughs> I reckon she'd be the one that would <clears throat> clam up as soon as you start to try to talk to her. Although, 
once she gets going, she gets going. I reckon, I mean, I, I don't know if you ever do this. Often when my kids are going, I just put the voice memo on on my phone. So it's not quite entrapment because they kind of know it now. But I just, I've done it since they were little. It's nice to capture their voices when they're little. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, you know, yeah. I mean, have a think about it. I'd love, I mean, well, we can always see if my kids want to hop on as well. And it could be you and I in the background and the kids <laughs> could talk to each other, you know. It'd be funny. Just chat. Say well, whatever you want to talk about. Yeah. That'd be very interesting to hear what kids, maybe, well, you maybe, know, how they yeah. talk about it and, you know, little... What age does this evolve where they know yeah. how to throw a sickie? You know, <laughs> or they, they know how to do that at four, apparently. Well, yeah. I'm no, I'm, no I, My little bloke's definitely there and my big girl's like that too. And she worked out at school. Two weeks into school, she got nits. And when she realised yeah. that got her out of school, all of a sudden she was very she went looking for more. She did. That she really did. <laughs> when there was something like, you got a nick, you know, I can have a lentil, I'll just, I need one for oh, the weekend. Run I've got plans. It. That's it. I've got, I've got things to do. I've got TV to watch at home. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've got the, the reruns of um, Bluey or whatever. Marathon of Bluey. Oh, Give Bluey me a couple Fest. of your tips, will you? That's it. Bluey Fest. So good. <laughs> did, you know, look, I better, I'm going to head off because I've got, I've got another meeting. Yep. But it's, and it's almost my bedtime, 11 yeah, minutes. <laughs> yeah, but so good to talk to you about Greece and Thank you, Doug. what it, it was wonderful. connects yeah. and everything. You've got, you got me lots yeah, to think did. about. Multi-level, multi-level. It is. Well, and maybe we'll get the kids together. that would be fun. Maybe we do Christmas or birthdays or something with the kids. We'll try. We'll yeah, do it. We'll have it a go. All right. Or I appreciate you, Dal. And to anyone listening, anyone, mm. I love you. I honestly love you. <laughs> well, I honestly love you too. See you later, darling. Bye. Bye. Bye.